previously on episode 52 of Beer, Blues, and BS. So, uh, you've headed up to there, the murder bird, you're there. Are we sure it's even a bird? Is it, I mean, maybe not like a bird bird like you've been putting on there. Maybe a hawk, an eagle, majestic eagle, America. I, I, well, I'm pretty sure it's a hawk, but... You know, mm. murder bird sounds better than hawk. I mean, let, let's mm. just face it here. You know, he can get some what branding, like? get some yeah. merchandise. It's like a Hell, fighting he's probably hawk, more right? popular than us. <laughs> well, well, there's there's many things that are more popular than us, and we have that and more on this episode of Beer Blues and BS tonight. Because since you don't want to tell me how exactly you're doing, let's get to it. We have, we finally come to the show where we can share that we have, uh, with the, the benefit for Smalls, we had a slot for the show. Yes, a guest host slot was up for auction, and tonight is the show where we get to open it up, bring in our guest co-host, and, well, he's here right now! What's up? It's DK5000. Hey, it, did I get that correct? DK5, <laughs> yes, DK5000. Yes, uh, or, or Dale. Uh, what? DK5000 for, for Howard and Mark tonight. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Hey, absolutely. But I believe and, Steve uh, will be joining uh, us later on in the show, too. And we're, we're excited for that, too, because that means that we get to have uh, the real, real entertainment for this show. Uh, people other than the two actual hosts of the show. In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. <laughs> Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS. The podcast has been talking so long, it's almost out of beer. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, I'd ask how you're doing tonight, but um, this is just like one long continuation of an already going show. So, uh, is, is it true, Kidder? Is the beer all gone? These beers are gone, but they were gone last week. No, two weeks ago. Well, they were gone last week, but they were gone two weeks ago. So, yes, the beer is gone out of here. Could break into the emergency stash right behind me, but we have business to attend to. As uh, good old Jim Ross would say, it gets straight down to business. I don't know if he actually said that. I'm just thinking that he said that in the style that he said that. So, yes, the epic conclusion of the episode with DK5000 and Brother Smalls discussing many, many a thing. And it depends where future Howard, now past Howard, edited the past video and this future video that you're about to see because we could be going forward in time or backward in time and splicing here talking about this topic or that topic what are we going to talk about there's a lot of stuff to talk about and you're going to love it 
We hope you love it. Howard, are you going to love it? Well, you know, I, I'm probably not going to love having edited all of it. But, uh, you know, it, it was a good conversation. I, there are some good topics. I may have zoned out. Um, I, which I got to say, Kidder, I, I, I'm going to throw this out now. I missed it, and Penalty? it was an obvious joke. No. I should have done it at some point because, uh, hey, spoilers for the episode ahead. They're going to talk Star Trek. I didn't really say much. <laughs> I should have said Tink at some point. That would have been good. Next time on Beer Blues and BS. <laughs> so and anyway, that, let's uh, <laughs> let's throw it to past us, who will uh, hopefully you know get this show back to the rails compared to this train wreck of an intro. Choo choo. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have breaking news with Lane. Oh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yesterday, he, he came into work, and I happened to be, like, right there by the door when he came in, and I'm like, well, glad you could make it, Lane, and he's got this sack in his hand, and uh, and he's like, Mike, oh really? Well, really? He's like, yep, and he starts laughing, and it's uh the the one bottle of the special reserve stuff and two cans of the I, I don't know, it's a green can, something that he said that I was going to hate because it's a double IPA. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't care, it's content for the show. Yeah. You know, Kidder would figure just as soon as we debuted the uh, Disappointment Lane lower third graphic, he would, of course, bring it. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. not going to get to use that much longer. Hmm. Well, there's still there's still time. <laughs> there's enough time. Uh, Kidder, I don't know about you, but uh, my beverage is out. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I'm getting a little dry over here. <clears throat> I, I think it's time for a What's on Tap round two. Well, I saw DK drinking one of them there Bud Lights. Very tasty beverage. You still on the uh, the Bud Light yes. there, DK? I'm Bud Light. I had, I got I thought I had grabbed a Michelob Ultra from my bag here, but now I grabbed a Bud Light from the fridge. Yes, good old good old I I like some craft brews, but I'm mostly a domestic beer. So, yeah. Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Bush Light. I, I keep it simple for the most part. <laughs> you guys. There's nothing nothing wrong with that because uh, as, as Howard and uh, faithful viewers of the show or listeners know that I keep my, my fridge stocked with some Bud Select. So, Howard Blues, you are you uh, bringing the pain one more time with the, the next uh, beer that you have there or do you have something better for yourself? Um, Kidder, I, I, I will put it this way. The can on this is plaid. Um, <laughs> okay oh. there, uh, Maxwell. That's, uh, that's, that's <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, I have a, uh, Bent Paddle Brewing Company beer. It is a, an American sour ale with blood orange and papaya that they have lovingly named Kidder. And you'll appreciate this. And it's the whole reason I bought this. It is the wilderness tuxedo. Yeah. 
straight out of Canada, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's even got it's even got buttons on, on that part. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, let's see what else That's we got a very here festive, for uh, no. festive design. <laughs> yep, out of Duluth, Minnesota, five uh, percent alcohol by volume, and uh, hey, this actually has some tasting notes. Uh, we love to dress to impress Mother Nature. And a button-up flannel is about as fancy as the wilderness needs us to be. We brewed an American kettle sour in the Berliner Weiss style to pair with blood orange and papaya. Easy going with a refreshing yet buttoned-up tartness. Our blood orange and papaya American sour will take you along on its own adventure. They are really, really laying into the fact that this uh, that this can has a, a button-up shirt. Um, on it so let's crack this one open not so much of a fruit smell with this uh kidder so maybe i'm okay maybe it won't be too fruity <laughs> maybe he's okay <laughs> mystery uh, beer let's uh let's yeah yeah kidder that is a that is a sour beer um yeah i'm not really picking up the orange or the papaya uh but it is it is definitely sour and uh makes for a good you know pucker face as you drink it um not bad though not bad it's not as bad as the uh the uh, Laughing Sun Space Probe Green I had a couple of weeks ago that was not only sour and tart, but tasted like spruce. That was such a weird taste combination. This one, it's not so bad. Not really getting the fruit out, but uh, it'll be okay. It'll be a good beer to finish off the night with. So that's what I got, Kidder. Hmm. What do you got for round two? Oh, man. Well, let's let's delve into the fridge <clears throat> once again. Um well, let's see. I'll I'll give DK the pick on this since he's the special guest host this evening. We have an Ace Guava Craft Cider. We have the Angry Tiki, the uh, uh Capolo, right here. A nice Hawaiian uh, type beer, maybe. We'll figure that one out. A uh, Belgian, uh, something or other. Uh, yep, Shiner which I've had on the show. Diamond. Which you've had on the show. Mm-hmm. This, this, the, the, mm-hmm. this one. Yep. Okay. Hey, Kidder, someone and just rang the doorbell. <laughs> Who's out at the door? That's a uh, a callback to those who who might be used to. Uh, the the old uh, late late show with Craig Ferguson because he'd have a doorbell and then who's that at the door? So th- th- there's that. Uh, all right, okay. So you had that one on the show, and then I have this uh, Rind Over Matter, which is uh, a wheat series. So I guess out of uh, any of them here, or I could have a, a Bloody Mary. DK, what do you say? Oh, God, you know I haven't heard much from the cider scene lately. Huh? So how about it? Was guava? Was that the name of it? The cider? It it is a, a guava flavored ace something yes. like that. So uh, now that we have the choice, 
Good choice there, DK. Let's bring it up here. It's uh, from Ace Brewing Company, and it is the Guava Craft Cider. Guava. Uh, 5% alcohol by volume, 12 fluid ounces, 355 milliliters. They've been going since 1993 and going strong. Gluten-free and vegan, and there's no sugar added. Look at that from Ace Premium craft ciders uh tasting notes on this on the back oh it's a brazilian pink guava as well so a cider that was inspired by a trip to brazil where we enjoyed brazil's national cocktail the uh Kipriniana. i'm i'm sorry those who speak spanish uh blended with their local guava juice the guava juice was so refreshing that we knew we had to make a cider with it. Experience a taste of Brazil with Ace Guava, a blend of our semi-dry apple cider with Brazilian pink guava juice, fresh guava aroma, citrusy mouthfeel. Yes, it actually says mouthfeel on it. And a ridiculously smooth finish. You'll find it impossible to put down. Cheers! Or as they say in Brazil, Saude, the House Brothers second generation ace cider masters. So uh, th there, there's what I just read to you, oh. which of course is, is absolutely in focus, because why wouldn't it be? Look at that. Nice and in focus. Absolutely crazy. So uh, th this is made in tasty California. Um, in Sonoma County, in fact, and please roll can gently before opening. So maybe I gotta roll it here. Oh boy, boy, it's dropping it all over. All right, here we go. So it has an interesting scent to it. Interesting because I'm guessing it's how natural guava would smell, but. I can't remember the last time I've had guava, so. Yeah. That's smooth. Hmm. Yeah, so it has fermented apple juice, pink guava juice, uh, malic acid, and uh, sulfite for a preservative. So, mm, yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, there's that. Howard, do you, uh, you have your uh, beer? Or since someone was at the door, should we let them in? Uh, well, you know, I, I did try and throw it to them so that we could introduce them, and we already have done my drink, Kidder. Um, I'm, I'm getting a little worried. You need man. another one. I just started this one, Kidder. Um, <laughs> I'm going to blame you have two hands. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you should introduce uh, who came and joined us. Uh, here mm -hmm. the man of the hour the the reason that this whole show tonight exists the reason being it's fortunate son big smalls right here not biggie smalls it's the smalls like how the hell you doing smalls I hear Smalls trying to play stuff, stuff, but he's going to get kicked off YouTube at this rate. No, no. DMCA is going to get all I pissed. And... That. 
<laughs> small zones all the rights to ccr music <laughs> just just fortunate son <laughs> when did you buy that license because we need to put it on the bottom of the screen here so that when the dmca gets pissed off we can tell them to point the comments and uh fines towards smalls i i bought it off of uh, napster <laughs> all right was it was it labeled a uh, Lincoln Park in the end. MP4. No, uh, Collins in the air tonight. Oh, you got a good one. Okay, maybe maybe that didn't give your computer aids. Then I mean the webcam at least works, but maybe it's just China spying on you. <laughs> it's your. It's uh, Russia. Oh, Soviet Russia spying you. Yes. Well, remember that oh. in Soviet Russia, drum bang you. So. Calm down, comrade. It's fine. <laughs> what you got over there, dude? He, he, he's the the camera's flying off the ropes. It's flying over there. It's flying off the here. It's going all over the place. Smalls is just oh, I just gotta plug in my power supply so it doesn't go dead. Got to power plug it in, man. You got to get the juice into the laptop. But yeah. I, I, uh, Kidder got some, uh, stuff coming in the mail for him. Whoop, whoop! Thanks, Smalls. No, thank you. You can, if you have the stuff, you can, you can show it off, because I haven't really touched on, uh, the, what, uh, what I ended up apparently winning. <laughs> I didn't want to, I don't want to pull out the poster, but let me see if I can pull a picture off my phone from it. This is where very nice. This it's is where nice. uh, Howard puts some like waiting music or something, or or maybe the gerbil. We could put the gerbil, put him to work. It's been a few episodes since he had a, he got a good workout. It's a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I put the hamster in the hamster dance song. I was gonna ask what you're talking about. Go to the the best website from 1999 to 2000dance.com. Internet archive that business. <laughs> oh man, do I tell the do I tell the guinea pig story? Oh, oh. it's an opportunity. You're not going to have one of these for like six months, so go for it. (laughs) Um, okay, well, I'm gonna have to change some names to protect the innocent. Um, anyway, back (laughs) change the names to protect the back in uh, back in college. My uh, oh, here I'll let small show this off. That is the poster that you got there. I love it. Looks awesome, small. Um, Kidder, where, where are you going to put that? Yep. I mean, I got room up here, <laughs> right? I got room up there. That'll be fine. We'll <laughs> figure it out. And he also he also has won a 1997 championship banner flag and a 2000 championship banner flag. Very cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. It, you know, it, it it all goes to a cause, and I, I appreciate that. I just worry for Kidder's walls. I mean, if you, if you look at his background, it is just posters everywhere. One of these days, the weight of it is just going to tear his walls down. Oh, yeah, and the, and the Ralph also donated two more posters. Would you say that uh, you break the walls down? Is it juice in my brain? 
Did uh, did did you have the other uh, random stuff that's not rolled up, like sitting around? Or I saw you moving some other stuff, so I didn't know what. Oh, all. Oh no, I didn't have them. No. I don't have them. Kind of get a box together and everything, and um, let's say like I added everything all together, and it was it, the benefit was about three thousand dollars. Awesome. That's that's very good news. And the generous yeah, people Meg. from uh, generous people from uh, River City Speedway uh, donated two thousand dollars. So, yeah, big out. Very awesome. Uh, thank you cards and stuff. Getting them ready to send out and everything. And are you like throwing a fart out or what? <laughs> no. Uh, like, so he, here's <laughs> uh, yes. So what? What I try and do, I, I try and mute or I, I try and not say anything. Uh, so Orion uh, has some of these little squishy toys, and he. So here's here's a quick look at uh, at seal. It's the little you know little gummy seal. So it's very gummy like, but he loves chasing after these things and he fetches them. So <laughs> so he's sitting right here and. Uh, you've probably seen him uh, throughout the show. He'll he'll come up here and he'll like pat me, like, "Hey, can you can you throw the throw the thing again for me?" So can you show him? Show him. There you go. See, so there you go. He's like uh, looking at the yep. He's like, uh, "Throw it already." There you oh. go. He'll, uh, I, I just <laughs> threw it back there and, and then, uh, here you go. <laughs> He's all excited. He's like, yeah, yeah, we got it again. Okay. Here you go. Ready? I should have thrown it over that way so you could <laughs> see it a little bit better. But anyway, that. He's super excited. He's been doing this for three hours already. So he's still going at it. And if we can get him a couple pounds lighter, get that chub off. Yep, absolutely. He's a lean, mean Orion playing music machine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He said, yeah. So, all right. Sorry to interrupt there. <sighs> but uh, Jake's trying to talk about gerbils or hamsters or a story and, and something he did and the names being changed to protect uh, people. But if you put uh, one and three and eight together, you can you can figure it out. Uh, yeah uh so back in back in the my college days um i had a roommate who wasn't kidder and he dated this gal and for a while she was obsessed with this guinea pig video it was like the most <laughs> annoying like video ever it it was kind of like hamster dance but like hamster dance was like good this was like guinea pigs and high-pitched voice it was it was this terrible video and she absolutely loved it and watched it over and over and over again and then, and then something like that wasn't it no that's hamster dance this was oh all oh, right this is a gerbil anyway so she was so obsessed with this guinea pig video like anybody anybody who she could get to watch it like that was kind of became like her her thing for a while it's like do you like guinea pigs and it was kind of her way to get to showing you this video and we were out to eat once with a large group of us at Mike's Pizza and Pub. And uh, there was a friend of ours sitting across the table and who she hadn't seen in a while. And she goes, hey, 
do, do you like guinea pigs? And the gal on the other side of the table goes, no, I don't. You just watch my roommate's girlfriend just kind of like slowly like, oh, you know, just so sad because he's now missed opportunity. And so I, and I go, hey, I like guinea pig. She looks up at me with the big, big like eyes. Like, oh, you do? And I go, yeah, they're puntable. And uh, <laughs> needless to say, uh, that was the end of that conversation uh, between me and her. Um, for a while so that's the guinea pig story um and if you knew who she was um i had my reasons um she didn't have a car at college nor did her boyfriend my roommate and so like i had to drive them from grand forks to bismarck several times and she would complain about my music the entire time that we were uh, we were driving and so i learned that her favorite band was u2 and so at that time, any uh, mixed CD that I made for, for my car, I would put one U2 song on there for the sole purposes. Of when that song came on and she was singing in the back for me to go, ah, I'm going to skip this one. <clears throat> so needless to say, it was, uh, it was well, well worth it and such. So. And the comedic timing on it, absolutely spot on. Just want to throw that out there because I remember, <clears throat> I remember it. I don't remember if I was also present at uh, the puntable or told shortly thereafter, but uh, I, uh, Kidder, I, I know you weren't at the puntable thing only because the, uh, the friend who was across the table is an ex-girlfriend of yours and the two of you were never in the same place uh, yes. after that. So you weren't there, but I did tell you about it. Yes. Um, so, and the comedic timing you told me was spot on too. <laughs> Quality. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, Kidder, we haven't talked hockey this episode, and boy, do I have a hockey story for you. Something that you will appreciate. <clears throat> um, I know you. You know you follow the. The Avs, you follow the Sioux, and everyone else be damned. But have you heard about what happened between the Mankato Mavericks and the Bromidji Beavers when they were competing for the Mason Cup at the end of their playoff series? I heard there was drama and that there was reviewing and a lot of time wasted. Yeah. So uh, what basically ends up happening is end of the game, uh, Mankato scores a goal uh, to take the lead, breaks the tie, and, and you know the place erupts, and it's right at the end of the game, game over, should be done. They uh, they you know the team celebrates. They do the whole awards ceremony. You know, giving out trophies to the top three players, giving out the big Mason Cup. The teams leave the ice. They bring out the Zams and uh, are starting to clean the ice. And the uh, the guy, the uh, TV commentator is like, well, that concludes our coverage of uh, what? Wait, we're sticking with this. Apparently, the goal is still under review. Kidder, they, uh, they showed the replay of this and... When that goal was scored, 
the Bemidji goalie had skated back into the goal, knocking it from its moorings, allowing the puck to come in through the side and not actually score a goal. So the goal is disallowed. They have to bring both teams back onto the ice to finish this game in overtime. Um, it, uh, it that is quite the uh, the curveball. Um, and as much as I, I would have liked to see win it, unfortunately, the Mavericks uh, would once again like they, score. They, and this they time, waited, made sure it was a good goal, and then both teams left, and they didn't repeat any of the ceremony. Um, the one commentator, though, who I was uh, watching when I, I followed this story made a, a great point, and it was worth sharing. The guy who got, like, the number one player of the game trophy was the guy who scored the goal that allowed them to win. However, after that goal was disallowed, a different player is the one who actually then scored the winning goal, and the commentator wondered, so does he get the trophy now, now that he's a hero? Hmm. We don't know. So uh, I just had to share that. It was a great, like, controversy because so many times, like, like you would have thought, you know, like the rap would have said, hey, this goal is under review, you know, before they went through all of the awards and all of that. And uh, nope, they didn't. Um, it's, it was kind of crazy. They actually had fans running back into the building to see the end of the, uh, the game because it got announced that it wasn't over. So, yeah. Uh, and how long did that, that actually take place? Because obviously the, the award ceremony and whatnot, you know, is a good 20 minutes and, and that sort of thing. But I mean, was this like half hour, hour, two hours when they it was, reviewed this? It, it was it was pretty quick because they, they, they did, as I said, they, they did the whole award thing. The team skated off. And about that time, they brought the Zambonis on to re-zam the ice so that it was back in play condition so that they could continue. But yeah, it was probably about you know, a good 20 minutes or so. I mean, the, the arena was empty practically because nobody sticks around for the award ceremony, you know, but like they did the team photo, every player skated around with the cup. I mean, they did a lot before it was like, um, guys, not a goal. So, um, yeah, it would have been great though. If Bemidji would have won because one, that would just look terrible for Mankato to have celebrated that much and not win. But um, also, I'm not a big fan of the Mankato Mavericks for reasons. So, <laughs> reasons. Yes. Go for a read, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then on top yeah. of it, with the NCAA tournament, it almost repeated itself with the suit. And that was crap, first of all. But the right answer came out when you could clearly see that. And I don't, Howie, I don't know if you were watching it. Uh, I think by the look in DK's face, I think he was watching the game. Smalls, I know you're always watching the games uh, as well. But what happened at the end of the third period with the score tied at one, Notre Dame... shot the puck, and went in the net. And everybody was excited, cheering uh, from Notre Dame, of course. And they all cleared the bench and everything, and then they took a good 25 minutes to look at the different video feeds and saw that the goal uh, the the goal itself uh, 
was on its net, you know, moorings. The puck was shot about uh, what 0.2 seconds before time expired, and the puck did not cross the line before time expired. And the question between social media and various things of you know in favor of Notre Dame winning is that the puck clearly crossed the line before time expired and the green light was on and this, you know, all, all kinds of things, right? Or green light wasn't on signifying the end of regulation. So when they go back and they explain all of it, the time that was on the overhead camera is the arena time for the actual game clock. So when it hit zero, the puck had not crossed the line and was therefore not a good goal because time had expired. The clock on the broadcast is connected to the same system. However, it's delayed, and that's why you see seconds sometimes in a difference of time. The delay also goes to the relays to the boards on the end where the light comes on, the green light signifying that uh, it is a break in play or a period intermission. So they came back with the right answer there. Goal disallowed. Time had expired. Off we go into a 15-minute intermission and then back for OT1. There's a shit penalty that's called. And then, of course, the suit have a shitty turnover and Notre Dame scores to eliminate UND from the tournament for the 2021-2022 season. So... It sucks, not the way that I wanted it to go, but watching the game, I don't know about you guys, you'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well, but I didn't feel they were really into the game. Like, this is the last game we're going to play unless we win and we go to the next one, and then that's the last game. Like, really pushing, making it their best effort. I didn't feel it. It just didn't look like that to me. What do you guys think? Well, I think yeah, I know they weren't really ready I for Steve, the tournament. I only caught like the very last little bit of it. No, like I said, I don't think UND this season they had their ups and downs, but with so many injuries, I don't think they are ready for the tournament. It sucks that it's a one and done thing yeah. too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like there on a on the well, it was kind of ironic. I was like, I guess hosting on the GFBS Sports Show. Last, it's like live updates, you know, hitting refresh on it, and and then uh, I know Steve was in the chat providing us and other people too, and uh, I was hitting refresh on the phone. And it was kind of just like you described. I was like, oh look, Notre Dame one two to one, and then uh, all of a sudden people in the chat left a few minutes later after the review. I was like, wait, they're going into overtime, <laughs> and uh, and then, so finally we uh, tune on the game there and. It was literally the last 10 seconds of the game, and we're like, oh, gosh, what the heck's going on? App, just everyone's just heartbroken instantly, you know. Just, just, and it sounds like almost the exact same situation you described, Howard, with a Mankato Bemidji. Yeah, no, it, I, I wasn't watching the game here. Um, I know you probably assumed I was, especially because they lost, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. Um, but no, well, I have lost. Howard must be watching. What the? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am like the worst bad luck charm for our teams. If I'm actually watching the game, they lose. So, yeah. So, 
No, but I, I wasn't watching Kidder. I I was uh, just seeing these score updates elsewhere when they were being posted. Well, was it the first game, yeah, Sioux game that you had gone to at home in like three years, and they lost? Is that about right? Yeah, <laughs> that happens here. <laughs> You're not allowed at the Ralph anymore. You're now trespassed. You can't go. You can't tune in on TV. You can't get updates on your phone. You have to watch highlights after the win has been completed. Done. I solved the problem. Guys, we're champions next year. Let's do this. Hang number nine. Woo! (laughs) Heck yeah. Next year. Next year. Love it. Smalls, what do you say? Do me next year? Ah, I hope so. Oh, well, I mean, I think all of us hope so, but we were hoping for your expert insight here, you know, being a regular sports host of a, one of these here shows and having that insight. Um, I think that the class that's coming in next year is going to be really good. So I, depending on who's, who stays and who goes, though, I mean, there's rumors that Jake Sanderson's going to Ottawa. You're saying that they're big fans of the Clash? Yeah. Okay. Just checking there. I mean, uh, I I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, there's a Fighting Sioux hockey group. Uh, and uh, small, I think you're you're in there, but uh, somebody posted on there. I, I know, I know, unpopular opinion, but I don't like Chelsea Dagger. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I that. that was funny. What? <laughs> Did you comment on that, Smalls? No. Some of those posts are just ridiculous. Not even worth comment commenting on. Howard's shaking his head. I mean, you want to go find that guy now and have a, some stern words with him? Uh, you know, I might just uh, drop out of that group for a while. I mean, Chelsea Digger is a wonderful song off of the Fratelli's debut album, Costello Music. An album that I would put Kidder uh, with my theory on music is a perfect album. I love every track on that album. So... Screw that poster. Track 7 is good, huh? I forget what track 7 is on there. I could probably find it. So, speaking of music, I just found out that the drummer from Foo Fighters passed away. Uh, Hate to to tell you, Smalls, uh, I saw your post on Facebook about that and broke the news before you made it on the show. So, (laughs) you already broke that news on this show. Well, that's good. Before you were even here. So, Triple uh, B is ahead of the game. In it's two like you weeks. did a quantum leap. Yeah. Easy now, Scott. Back in the past. Come on. Awesome too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> gosh, yeah, that was a good childhood favorite show. <laughs> so speaking of childhood favorites, you know, as we continue some of the stuff that I see a DK five thousand put on the old rundown, gaming. You know, as kids, I mean. I got into gaming thanks to my parents getting me a Super Nintendo back in 
the day and playing the shit of Mario Kart. And I got super good at it because that's like the main game that I had and I didn't have anybody to play against. So I just beat the shit out of the computer all the time. And then uh, what was the other super game? I had Star Fox. That that was, uh, well, I mean, I, I even still have all the games too. And then upgraded to the 64 when that came out and had GoldenEye and Cruisin' USA 64. So continuing along, then I got into the Xbox world uh, via the Doke who had an Xbox, the original Xbox, way before I did. We played Halo together, and then I ended up eventually getting an Xbox. Love playing that. Eventually got the 360. Eventually got the... uh, eh, What would that have been? The... uh, It was the... Yeah, it, it was the Xbox One, because then they had... You know, they add in the extra words after them, right? So then you're like, which one did I have or or what? But it was the Advanced Warfare Edition, the special edition that had the one terabyte hard drive in it and the custom uh, colored controllers, which was super cool. I just liked how they looked. The game kind of sucked, but <clears throat> the, uh, the the console was sweet. And then upgraded to the Xbox Series X when I was finally able to get my hands on one of those uh, through Best Buy, but um, game along the years, uh, you big gamer there, DK. Oh yes, 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 yeah, big time. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, all is going back to pretty much the same life cycle systems as you. I guess I it's weird to I go back original Atari, uh, VCS or 2600, however you want to call it. Uh, growing up with divorced parents, my dad would have the Atari, my mom had the NES, so it was weird. experiencing both systems at the same time, and, uh, and then eventually just kind of, every system came a year later after the other system was out, and that system was like on discount, and then uh, uh, I was finally able to keep up with them when I finally got my first high school job, I think, like Dreamcast. Was able to get a watch right when it came out. It was like shortly after I got my first job, and uh, and uh, most systems I was able to get right around or close to after watch. So uh, I I've got a lot of games media writing. I was in a games media press for sort of uh, the last uh, two decades or so, writing for various outlets over the years and doing the and uh, yeah, and like I was mentioning earlier at the top of the show, there uh, Steve and I do the video game over GFPS, Midwest Super Pixel Pros, throughout the last half year. So, yeah, gamer through and through. And every once in a while, uh, Smalls joins uh, the other good brothers and, and me in the, the old Call of Duty world and, of course, brings we, in the CCR into the mix. <laughs> should I uh, introduce a game that got it all together and played? Uh, MW2, wasn't it? There it is. Oh, he's holding Clap. it up. You got to say something there, Smalls. <laughs> It ain't me. I guess, ironically enough, with Mo- Modern Warfare 2, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, the name of its iconic level, which is kind of relevant now, right? The uh, the level where you're undercover, and it, what the first two, two words where you got to do stuff to maintain your cover. Ring it, ring it a little bit of bell? Praise Allah. Russian? No. Oh, Steve. Okay, comrade. Yeah. 
the, no, yeah, no, the no Russian where you go through the airport, that airport level and the crazy shoot the hostages yeah. to maintain your cover. And yeah, yeah, that was a just big, big putting the envelope level. And that was, that was, yeah, great campaign, great multi I play. That's all. That's that, right. What me, Kidder, mm-hmm. Howard, and the rest of the gang started playing together. Rude boy Kyle was in there, and as before crossplay, his brother Nico never wanted to get onto the Xbox world. He's stuck in the in the PS, the piece of shit world, <clears throat> which is fine. <laughs> they're all cross platform, and they're all like the same now. It's fine. It's fine if you like that sort of thing. I'm not completely dogging you. It's fine. Um, we we had all kinds of people playing, and we'd have a full team. So our team would take on everybody else, and we'd kick everybody's ass. And then Smalls was laughing because I'm like, "It ain't me, it ain't me." And then he's got the playing in the background, and all kind. We we were just, and Howard would join us, and he's like, "How'd you guys make it to level seventy already?" Like I'm level five <laughs> like well we we played all week <laughs> tink <laughs> yeah, tink and that's the best thing about playing with howard because you know he's still in the game and he's doing his thing he's just focusing he's like howard where you at i'm over here okay and then you're hanging out and you're like i'm of course dead fuck that guy just just Screaming, and then, yeah. and then uh, Howard chimes in, "Tink," which of <laughs> course is our code word for headshot, because it's easier to go "Tink," like the "Tink" sound that some of the games would make back in the day when we would play them. So the "Tink" comes in handy to this day, because then you know Howard is still there. He hasn't fallen asleep. His game hasn't frozen, and the internet hasn't kicked him off yet. I also uh, used that to troll uh, Rude Boy Kyle once. We were playing um, uh, Halo Reach, and that was when they had like the daily challenges and and some of that. And one of them came up like get so many headshots in you know an X amount of rounds. And he's like, "We can't do that. That's impossible. You know what's gonna do that?" And that very next match, I'm just sitting there, tink, 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 tink. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I did troll him that one time with it. And I was actually getting headshots too, but it was, well, that was a good one. But yeah, I usually don't talk and much. That followed us over all of them, <laughs> all the other games. He doesn't say much unless there's a problem. <laughs> We're like, well, guys, uh, it's getting a little late. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> all right. Well, glad you're still there, Howard. Thanks, man. We'll, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. We've had times where, like, the system has dropped me, like, from the group, and they have gone on, played a whole match, and I rejoined, and they didn't even really realize I was gone. So, yeah, that that has happened. Have you guys ever had it happen uh, in some length? Eventually, the sleepiness sets in, and next thing you know, you have some yelling at your head up, and you find yourself, you're just walking, aiming the gun down the ground or up at the seat. I'm here, I'm here, I'm just checking this target out. I, I've had it where it, it, it timed me out because I was zoning. You just, like, I think I know where I'm doing and, and, and we're playing a match and, and then it's like, you've been disconnected for activity. What? Oh, well, no. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rejoin. <clears throat> yeah. Because, you know, you know, you don't move anything on the joystick. You're just sitting there like, <laughs> okay, the game doesn't think you're there anymore. <laughs> or you, or uh, I've also had it where I, I run to take a leak and 
you know, you wash your hands and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's the join the match. Oh, no. And then the, right as I'm picking up the controller, bloop, you've been disconnected for inactivity. I'm like, screw you, EA. I always hear all the time. Oh, it's one when Kidder plays. Rubble, 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 rubble. At least I'm glad at least one person enjoys it. Oh, and then, I, of course, the more I drink, the louder I get, right? Right, uh, Howard? <laughs> I've had a couple of times where uh, I've been at home sick, and you guys were playing, and Kidder, like, streamed. And so I was watching Kidder play, and I don't know, like, he probably spent about, yeah, about 60% of the time actually playing the game, and the other 40% reporting everybody on the opposite team for cheating. <laughs> Um, so I have seen that where it's like all of the gameplay is just he has the fastest fingers when it comes to reporting cheaters it's just like I can't even comprehend what all he's doing in that reporting but it's just like whoa uh, but to answer your question I haven't fallen asleep while playing a, uh, a, a match um, I did have uh, my brother-in-law lived with me for a while, and he one evening insisted on us playing uh, Borderlands the prequel. He wouldn't stop playing, even though I'm like, I should go to bed. Oh, just just a little bit longer, just a little bit. And we had one where we were running out to wherever the mission was, and uh, I dozed off, and he actually came. He completed the mission, came back. He's like, all right, we're done. And I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> I had been running into oh, a wall wow. for like, Five minutes. Um, uh, Kira will tell you that usually when I get tired at that point, uh, I start acting. Uh, well, I cause shenanigans like in games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a famous incident uh, when Kidder and I play. Oh, Kidder always drives. I always run the gunner seat. It's how it's always been. But we had one night where we were playing through the original Halo on Legendary, and I was done because it was like two, three in the morning. But Kidder wouldn't stop. So I got in the driver's seat and proceeded to drive the warthog off a cliff. So we'd lose the warthog. So to get it back, Kidder had to to basically jump off the cliff as well. If he didn't jump off fast enough, I would respawn on him. So he'd have to kill me and then jump off the cliff, and we'd respawn at the checkpoint. And we'd get the warthog back. The problem was, was that I was driving the warthog when we hit the checkpoint. So every time... We would respawn. He wouldn't be in the Warthog. I'd be in the Warthog, and I'd go right off the cliff again. And I continued that until Kidder finally said, okay, we can be done for the night. <laughs> so. That was a good 20 minutes of that. Yes. Like 20 minutes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I have situations. Yeah. Yeah. We're riding on a long cliff with a buddy who was, a, I think it was him. Co-op and uh, he had a little uh, quad buggy. He was driving alongside me. Had a scorpion tank, big incline. I thought we were coming up to a big valley or something. He kind of stopped at the, the top of the ramp or so, and I'm like, okay, he's he's gonna wait for me to come up and make a big group of enemies or something. But no, it was just a random edge of a cliff that led to the a bit. Of a he just whapped over that set as I just plummeted in the scorpion to my doom. So. It sounds very familiar. I'm having flashbacks. I don't know what you're talking about, Kidder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I need to I need to go back to that game and play that. <laughs> yeah, probably to get some achievement that uh, that your buddy hosed you out of. Because right, go over there, it's fine. Rude boy Kyle and I spent three days on one part of one of the missions on Halo Five. Because you you spawn 
at the beginning of the mission and you end up meeting up with these Marines, you get a scorpion and then you have to drive up and then around this curve to meet up uh, with the next part of where you engage the covenant. And the trick to get the skull is that there's, there's this uh, fighter that's chasing a covenant. I don't know. I don't know if it's a phantom or, or what it was, but the thing's going like this. And of course it's way in the distance and you have to come around the corner and before the one AI Marine says a line of dialogue and you hit the next checkpoint, you have to shoot that son of a bitch out of the sky. It is nearly impossible because you aim right at it and you miss. You aim in front of it to try and lead it, you miss. You aim less in front of it, you miss. You aim more in front of it, you miss. And then you have to blow yourself up, and then you start it again to try and do it. Like I said, we did three days of trying to screw with that, and that's with him on the machine gun and me in the tank, or we would switch and do the same thing. <clears throat> Even out with a rocket launcher, so one of us is shooting it with a launcher, and the other one's shooting it with tank. Absolutely annoying, but we finally got it after like three days. That, that was about my breaking point for the Halo series. And just before we continue talking about gaming, the Halo live-action series debuted yesterday on Paramount+. Plus. I watched it earlier this evening. It has some points where I'm like, why? And then some other stuff where it's kind of cheesy, but overall, great visuals. For the most part, it's good. Uh, a couple notes without spoilers. Uh, Master Chief has a different voice, which pisses me off because it's not Master Chief. Master Chief has had the same voice for the past 20 years that they've had Halo. It should be Master Chief's voice. Like, get You could pay the same guy to dub over, at least while he's wearing the damn helmet. When he takes the helmet off, fine. Whatever. When he's had the helmet on... It's freaking Master Chief, okay? No ins and outs. And I guess the director never watched any of the gameplay from any of the Halo games. And I'm like, oh, gee, I wonder what's wrong there. Come on. You kidding me? The second part is Captain Keys in the original game was a white guy who obviously went crazy and then in the library and with the flood. And we know how that happened. And this Captain Keys is black. I'm like, that is not kept keys. I'm all for inclusion of anything that you want to, but he's a key character in the game series. And it's not like a book where you can kind of make it up as you go in your head. He's pretty famous in the first game. And it's not like you have to play that far into the damn game to figure it out because he's in the first level. Like, not that hard. It's already made. Yeah, it's like one of the first characters you run into. Yeah. Hey, here, Master Chief, you're going to need this pistol. Save us from the Covenant, because they're on the ship. Okay. Not difficult. Like, nothing against the actor who plays the new Captain Keys, but I'm like, he's a key character in the Halo universe. Don't screw with him. Whatever. Just a couple notes. You know, some of the stuff seems a little forced, like the dialogue. Almost like their AI. I don't know if they're trying to make it like the game or not. And plus, they also switch back and forth between the cinematic. You're watching this as like a movie 
and first person like you're playing the game. And the game does it better because you're playing Master Chief or whatever, right? Trying to have that Doom movie feel. And The Rock was in that too. Yes. There was a different Doom movie that failed, which I wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, you know, put it past that. So anyway, that that's my two cents. Did uh, small? Did, did you yes. see that yet? Uh, yes, I, I enjoyed it except for the cheesy running and jumping and by the the sound effects like a game like the like a Spartans getting shot, you know, taking damage, and then uh, you know, yeah, the shields, the shields, you know, it, it, that was awesome. <laughs> the uh, the OP Covenant weapons though. Like they're liquefying people and blowing their legs off. I'm like, where's that weapon in the game? Like, let me have that one. Well, well, see, now you're giving spoilers. I'm trying not to give spoilers. And there you go, giving a spoiler, Smalls. Way to go, Smalls. Hopefully, future Howard can save us from that spoiler. But now future Howard can never come back from it. And he's going to have to go back and watch Star Wars 2 and see that scene to try and cleanse his palate of this hate. I don't know. I don't, but my favorite weapon was pretty cool in that show. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy my energy sword. Yeah. Where's that in the game, right? Sticking the sword through people and through walls. and I want that weapon in the game. Like, let me actually play that. Let me use those. Right, Orion wants those in the game too. You see that? He's like, yeah. They're like, where are they? I'm like, I don't know, Orion. They're in the show, but they're not in the game. All right. So enough about Halo the the uh, series. We'll see how it plays out the rest of the season. I will keep you up to date, so you don't have to watch. I will painfully watch for you. Don't worry. I will give spoiler free reviews unless you were. Wanting to see that Captain Keys is now black. Whatever. Sorry. I- what, do you, what do you think about Cortana, though? Well, we haven't officially seen her in the series yet. In the promotional stuff, I've seen her. And I think that's crap, too, because that's not Cortana either. I want the, the Halo 1, 2, and 3 Cortana. Because even in the new Halo, that's not Cortana either. What is this high-def crap? That you're trying to cover her up so she's not like provoking teenage boys to go out and get posters of her on the wall, which you don't see in this area or in this area because I don't have any of them. Don't even fill it in, Howard, because you know I don't have any posters of Cortana and I never have. Don't don't give me that look. No. Don't give me that look. No, to Howard's future gonna Howard. be a dick. How <laughs> Howard, are you looking up for for you? <laughs> uh, it it's, uh, wouldn't be the first time that I've changed the posters in the background behind him while he's talking. Um, so, i.e., <laughs> i.e., future Howard's a dick sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> but he's also cool sometimes he can do sweet stuff or he can just do this stuff and i'm like why when did i wrong you you know kidder room for the list right here (laughs) i was doing some editing and i actually like had something where i said something like well as future howard here's the snarky thing that i should put 
you know, and just make fun of myself. And I started, like, I typed it in, and I, uh, as I l- then listened to, like, the next section, you made the same joke, and I'm like, well, I'm going to have to delete it, so... Uh, <laughs> you should have put it over the top. This is what I put literally two minutes before. <laughs> uh, no, it was, like, right at, like, after, like, you and I were on the same brain length as we heard that, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to stomp on Kidder's joke. But it just because I end up having to do that, it always makes it look like future Howard just picks on you um, and not me ever. So that's my right. story. That's the least we're sticking to. Right. So I guess uh, going back to the gaming world, uh, really, we, we continued from MW2 into hours and hours and days and weeks of MW3 and almost getting every achievement in that game and almost 10th prestiging and all of that. <clears throat> Listening to music choice on end so much that uh, like the radio brain I had, I got their rotation down into their power songs and their A-list and their B-list and the recurrence and on and on and on. So I'm like, oh, yep, that song's two hours ago, so there's your current and up oh, that song was three hours ago there's a recurrent i just i had it all all listed and then i'm like ah this freaking song again so there was that uh let's see then we played titanfall i still love titanfall i know you didn't play it howard he's shaking his head he's like nope i didn't <laughs> that's fine it's okay you didn't have to have titanfall uh i know rude boy and i played a lot of titanfall yeah. And a small you join us every now and again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You Kyle. Oh, there you go. There you go. Brother Smalls dropping the F-bombs for future Howard. Now oh, he's got oh. work to do. And you're, bl- you're yelling at me. Oops. I apologize when I do it. <laughs> Unless I want the content cut. And then there's that. Uh, DK, did, did you ever play Titanfall? Cut that. Oh, no. It's been my heat backlog. I've heard the second one is especially awesome. Awesome. I heard the second game too as like one of the best like first person shooter uh, single player campaigns from like ten years or so. So it's I know it's on EA Play. That's part of Game Pass. Yeah, so I binge it one weekend. Uh, and I think that the Titanfall universe is pretty much what Apex Legend, right? I believe. Yes, I think that sounds correct. Uh, I know Howard could confirm that. But for me, Titanfall. The original, uh, which is just a multiplayer. That's that's really where it, where it's at. Um, so, uh, the second one, it, to me, the single player, it was awesome to have because again, you can play in the Titanfall universe. But then it uh, it was just so much of a letdown for me. It, it, the restrictions with the Titans that you could have the gimmicky stuff that they added in from other games versus keeping its original core from the first just and then the cheater pistol they you know they nerfed the cheater pistol in the second one we always call it the cheater pistol because if you hold your aim on on a target you could you could get up to i want to say six or seven different ai targets and it would you'd then fire and and they'd all die because it's like headshots but on players it would be a longer lock on so you had to actually follow but then 
it would shoot the three or four that it would take to bust the shields and then kill that person. So it's kind of a cheater pistol. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, original Halo one pistol. pistol. The love it. Two OP. Oh, I love and in, that. In thing. the series, they have that pistol. So, <laughs> oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And let's just say that Valkyrie from Apex Legends is part of Titanfall. I know Steve does uh, a lot of Apex Legends on our show, where Steve laid down a lot of uh, knowledge for apex legends there uh, do you guys do that as well i don't apex at that time it's it's my other go-to game when i don't play call of duty with the boys i uh i don't game anymore i have a toddler and a baby daughter on the way so this is this is what i do with my free time <laughs> so <laughs> here here i'll give you this you can, you can last play with this for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> last online multiplayer games I really, really got into a lot was playing on the regular for long stretches there with buddies after work or so was uh, uh, probably a couple of the those there, like probably two, three, four re- years of uh, and played a lot. Way too much years of War 2. And uh, there, uh, of course, to uh, some of the NBA and Madden's. Uh, when they brought back NFL Blitz, uh, the rights to it, and they brought back NFL Blitz on like Xbox Live Arcade game. I was actually really good at that game too. I had some really good win streaks. So yeah, that was the last main online multiplayer game. I really committed a lot of time to, and occasionally I'll dabble in. There some like online multiplayer segment on our show there where I think we tried out Among Us on like, Halo Infinite. We tried out a few random online rounds, and that uh, I think maybe one or two other random. Yeah, yeah. I just it's yeah, it's the online no. competitive scenes. It seems one this one, and when it all starts up, it's 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 hard to keep up with everyone else. To a game after spinning for a few weeks, and everyone else is already pros in the online scene for it. I even played the beta for Infinite for the multiplayer, and I hated it. It was maybe it's just because I'm old and I hate the old new games. The new fangled games are just a garbage. Like, I don't know if it's that or it's just because they added in a bunch of stuff that didn't need to be added into a Halo game because then they didn't make it a Halo game, they made it a shooter game like the other various games that are out there. Like it just was a bunch of shit that wasn't necessary for a halo game. Oh, language. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I just can't use the F word. I mean, you can use it. It just means future Howard will swear at you when he gets to that point, because he will have forgotten that you used it. And so as he's sitting there editing and doing other things, all of a sudden you'll drop it and he'll be like, ah, Okay, go in and put the bleep sound effect. Well, it is. It's, it's okay. Kidder does it all the time. I. He's the biggest vendor. Oh, well, you and I spend the most time together on this show. <laughs> so if you paint yeah. by the numbers, of course I'm going to offend the most because I'm here with your dead ass most of the time. <laughs> Other than that. I also, so, I'm also getting into just uh, games. Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Yep. Big, big Fortnite player. Yeah. yeah. I know. Big. Smalls, you need to get up and I need you to floss. No, I do can't Fortnite stand dances, dances for us. If, if there was a uh, fortunate son, uh, dance, well, of course yeah. there is one. It's it's when you're flying in in a Huey and you have your, your bar ready to go and you're going to get some VC ass. That's what you're going to do. Uh, well, as we wrap up the game segment of, of the show. Yeah. <laughs>
I, I guess uh, one last thing I had on the on the oh, gaming God. scene is uh, I, I kind of got from the notes there is have the uh, current systems out for the the ones that released last year or were you able to find or kind of hard to track down you can't really walk into the store and get them for the uh, Xbox Series S five or, or are they on radar at least? Um, for me, I haven't been looking into any of them, but that's again, I, as Kidder knows and Smalls knows, I I really am. I'm so busy, I I do hardly play. Um, in fact, the only reason I've been playing Call of Duty with him is because Kidder drugged me into it, kicking and screaming. It was kind of the, hey, here you go. You need to play with us. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't updated it. Yeah, I, I haven't updated update it in a while, Kidder. I have a feeling when I go to update Call of Duty, it's my... Oh, there's a million updates. You better turn it on before you go to bed just to oh, let it sit and spin for the, the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be gaming anytime soon. Um, so... Uh, so for me, I haven't been looking at a new system, but we'll see. Probably when they become more available, I'll move up. Or like what happened with me getting the Xbox One, Kidder and everybody else will have jumped up to it. So when I do get a chance to game, they're all on a different platform and I have to catch up. So that's that's the only reason I have an Xbox One, which I still yet Kidder to buy a game for myself. Well, except for Stardew. I did buy Stardew. That one. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You bought one. <laughs> but So for yeah. me, uh, <laughs> I was... Got to fix them crops. Yeah, he's, he's out there sowing crops and getting gamer knowledge on plants to grow together. This year's gardening, see? It's going to be some quality crops this season. It's going to be great, I tell you. It'd make your trip to town to make a good sale on it, too. I got some, some good integrity here. <laughs> if if Howard was up on... Uh, well, he might be up on the joke because rude boy Nico and I talk about it enough. So, uh, Randy Marsh uh, opened up a marijuana farm and calls it Tegrity Weed. And he's mm. like, everybody needs a little bit of Tegrity. So, I haven't watched South Park in well. Now you're caught up. Years, like I think Kidder. I, I think Kidder. The last time I watched South Park, you so, and I were living together. That would have been uh, two thousand and seven in two thousand eight. We'll get you caught up. So it's been a while <laughs> since uh, since since I've watched uh, South we'll, Park. We'll get you. We'll get you caught up. It's all good. I believe uh, HBO uh, Max has has the seasons. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. And SouthParkStudios.com. Yeah, oh, but as Peter can also tell you, I don't have a lot of time to watch things. <laughs> so, I, mm-hmm. I, as I said, toddler and a a toddler will suck up your time like you wouldn't believe. For me, I tried to find the Series X. Uh, in the pre-orders, and of course, all the bots bought all of them right away. So I was never able to get one in the pre-order, and even in months after the release, uh, until I ended up staying up all night in the hopes that the rumors that the uh, restock would happen in, in the the morning at whatever time, and I was able to get one, but uh, it was like a month or two 
after I had the damn thing in my cart and I'm checking out and it would refresh and in invalid password. I'm like, what do you, what? They type it in and, oh, sorry, this is sold out. I'm like, come on. Thanks for screwing me over. It's stupid Best Buy app. And the website wasn't any better. So it's just, you know, the thousands of people trying to get onto it right away and scoop them all up. But uh, as for Brother Nico, uh, I can report that he got a PS5. I don't know which, which version, but he was able to get onto the next gen. Um, and so, he, so he's now in the next gen, and he can play cross-play uh, Battlefield 5. Is it 5? No, that's not the latest one. 2045, that's, that's the latest one. <clears throat> he got it on Super Sale, and I bought the Ultimate version as a pre-order because it looked super awesome, and the beta was kind of fun. And I haven't played much of it. Yeah, I got I got real. I get an Xbox Series X, like I think about a month after they launched. Just happened to be right time. And, uh, I heard they're going up for sale, and so I just oh, I'll give it a shot. And long shot, but I guess I got lucky hitting the checkout button, getting pretty quick on it. So yeah, but yeah, enjoying it. Uh, I get a kick out of the Xbox Series X uh, replica mini fridge. I have various retail outlets. <laughs> I don't know if you if that is not your eye, but uh, yeah, love my Series X. Really that, was, well, that, that was going to be the fridge to go right here. Where I think it went for under. I don't know if you can still find them. Now. Yeah, it was like a hundred bucks, and I tried to pre-order it. Or, are you? Oh shoot. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Xbox One of the Xbox Series X is it uses the exact same dashboard, so it's like a, a and you just have an external hard drive on my Xbox One, just pretty much plug that right into the Series X, Almost. and it was just go within a quick little five minute setup process. That's what I liked about it too. When I switched over from my old one to my new one, it was it was pretty much ready to go because I have an external as well. And the unfortunate thing with the new gen is that you have to have the specific storage devices so then you can use the the rapid storage or whatever it calls for because it won't let you install it on a you know slower connection even though my uh five terabyte external is a 3.1 usb which is fast just as fast as uh, plugging the damn thing into the back of the the cards that they have for them and whatnot but whatever we'll We'll see how that goes. Smalls, you still you still rocking the oh, I got the uh, one Xbox X one, or I want to get the one X. Uh, I just know Walmart store they all they carry is the S, but I want the disc format. I don't want the digital. Oh, so you want the Series X? You want you want the new newest of the new liquid like we have? Perfect. I got you. Yeah, because you could get it an Xbox One X, and you'd at least be into like the. I get that one could do 4K if I remember right, if it pushed it hard enough. But Series X, where it's at. I, want to say, I think that's right. Yeah, even, I think it's still KUAG, and I like, think, too. Yep. It's all good. Like some 4 games. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the Series X, yeah. It was because I was playing Borderlands 3 online with a friend. And when I made the jump to the uh, Xbox, I noticed my games definitely loaded faster. And I'd load into a level first before him because he was still playing on one. And, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, load times are one of the first things you notice with the jump. It's it's to me, Modern Warfare almost looked like a a different game. 
because of the resolution jump in the characters, the textures, the maps, just how everything worked and it was how smooth it was compared to you know an old gen at at that point being on the xbox one i mean it was crazy the jump i don't know if you noticed that too yeah uh i did play a quick call of duty call of duty after probably was i think black ops two or three uh, but yeah, Borderlands was that was one. Borderlands was one I played a lot on Xbox. So that one really popped out a lot to me, and I guess a few other games too. Wreckfest jumping over on that. The pro- uh, they added a Series X update to it, and that like uh, added extra track too. And it's like better, just like graphical, uh, like dirt getting kicked up on track, stuck on the vehicles, made it made it all pop a little bit more. Made it look, yeah, definitely a lot more. Mm, yeah, really liked it, and yeah, yeah. I I hear Forza, the latest Forza. Her- unbelievable on there is a really good really good looking game but uh yeah yeah the, the 4k stuff definitely lives up to its name I, I i love it i'm a big fan as well so hopefully a lot more games are like the next uh, modern warfare 2 which is apparently the next uh, call of duty that'll be coming up but uh, we'll see how that goes now uh, i see the next topic on here is related to star trek did did you put that on there dk i i that was me that was me I- uh, I know Star Trek on previous episodes, so uh, I've been keeping up with Picard. It's got reactivated Paramount Plus here when Picard started. I, I, I worry until this latest season, and they just had their season finale, so I've been kind of like, catching up with that in between episodes. I'm through, uh, I think, seven episodes of the latest season. So, and, uh, and I, so I know I know I kind of skipped your guys's, uh, I want to say, your rediscovery portion, because I'm just kind of catching up on the latest season, but I'm I am digging this season so far, I think, more than the previous season, so I'm hoping to keep the momentum, at least the first seven episodes. So, the previous three seasons of Discovery, I like, it was kind of like 50 one episode I really liked, of a dip, but it always fluctuated throughout the seasons. Uh, seasons one and three, when they had those uh, uh, realities, uh, those were just, just took me out. It seemed like filler, wasted time. I guess we'll see. I'm not looking at expression on your for not giving for any clues for what to expect for this season, but uh, I'll, I'll see where Picard for the first, rest of the season. What, three, I know uh, three episodes. Think I'm enjoying it. I'm not quite sure. Uh, how, how about you guys on Picard? So I, I know that uh, Howie Blues has not seen any of it. Uh, I don't think he's ever seen an episode of Discovery uh, thus far. Oh. <clears throat> so he's okay. he's he's in the the Star Warsy world. So it is what it is. But uh, I won't go off on a tangent because Howard knows that he's tired of hearing about it. Uh, I, I I bring up the uh, the various points in the, the in the series of fair, fair. how many times per episode can Burnham cry or other members of the crew cry? What plot holes don't make sense? Why are they sad now? Why can't they be a Starfleet officer and like just do it? And with the latest season, without any spoilers, why does it take them so many episodes to try and get to a point when the whole episode or the whole season could be summed up in one or two episodes, like a two part episode would have been fine and then figure the rest of it out. So that's that's discovery. Picard first uh, season. It was okay. I thought they tried to do too much in too little because the stories were a little 
discombobulated to me. And then uh, really with the first three episodes of Picard, they're going a little bit over the top with certain elements, like they're bashing you in the head with some stuff of like, don't kill the planet, be nice to people, be inclusive. And they're smashing it on your head. And you're like, yeah, but talk about the other stuff. Like this is, this could be neat. And um, of course, the final moments of the third episode, this is new. (laughs) <laughs> like okay yes where is this going and why only 10 episodes and if only 10 episodes why are they 40 minutes make them an hour and a half yes yeah. <laughs> go all out <laughs> yes uh i do get caught up with discovery I, i'm thinking i, I want to say I'm, I'm hearing some good buzz about decks i kind of dismiss it when i'm watching uh uh going through the previews <laughs> Like, oh, this is this is this can't be worth watching. Just Star Trek guy. Like, that's what looked like I got by watching just a couple of clips. But over the last couple of years or more, it's worth checking out. Have have these market kept up with it? So the with with me, I've gone to the last six Star Trek conventions in Las Vegas, and uh, the convention was called off because of COVID the year that uh, Lower Decks premiered. So the sad thing is there wasn't a convention for them to get you know excited and share a bunch of promotional materials, but the premiere of the second season happened while the convention was going on. So they had uh, one night when it premiered, they had a watch party, and so we went to watch it and uh, join in a whole bunch of uh, with other people to watch it the easter eggs that are thrown in everywhere are hilarious for hard hardcore star trek fans because mike mcmahon is a huge star trek fan so that's super cool being the the lead imaginative mind behind this whole series Uh, they do get ridiculous and they go out there and the, the whole premise of the show is really okay this this ship this isn't what you see on the actual shows this is the ship that comes after those other ships have already come and gone and figured things out now it's time to clean up now it's time to make second contact now it's time to try and meet the demands of what these other superstars had done and then you see some of the less than glamorous things about starfleet you know who cleans the toilets who cleans the ship right you know (laughs) and and it yeah the questions you always had perhaps watching the game or watching the, sh- the show as you're growing up and you're like, where, where do they poop? Or who takes care of this? Like, why are the chairs always aligned when they go back into the observation lounge for a meeting? Like, who does this? Who vacuums the floors? You know, just stupid stuff, right? Well, like several months ago, this is somewhat of an intro into that. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting you bring that up too because yeah, about several months ago, I, I finally finished uh, what took me like, uh, probably like, two and a half years very slow rewatch of next generation came to the episode because in the last season of the series like maybe several episodes before the end the episode titled dex and i didn't recall seeing that the first time around i'm like oh my gosh and then i kind of the episode was out and what expect out of the animated show so that kind of reignited my uh or actually interest and maybe maybe i should check out this animated show that kind of looking at what the critics were saying pretty much sound like it's worth checking out because what they got what two seasons out now Yep. And the uh, next part or the season three, I I can't remember how they worded it, but Paramount worded it interestingly, where there will be more lower decks at the end of this year, whether it's part of season two or continuation, you know, into season three, however it works, but it's worth a watch. And it's, it, it does have some 
really laughable moments and there's just obscure stuff all over the place from uh mike mcmahon is a huge deep space nine fan as well and and i deep space nine is is my series like that that's my jam uh and and so there's ds9 easter eggs thrown in all over the place too so it and, and even with picard if you saw on uh, the second episode, you know, in, in Picard's study with all of the uh, trophies, if you will, and they're naming different names of people, you notice most of them were from Deep Space Nine. But uh, I also learned uh, and uh, Howard to get a kick out of this, that one of those trophies was Yoshi, as in Yoshi from Super Mario. <laughs> they they molded his skull <laughs> and put it on on. The monument there is a trophy so that is from one of the the production there's a bunch of other you know easter eggs between picard even in discovery and lower decks um the vehicle that picard and uh, the other person drive off on the license plate is s02 e01 which is the episode in the next generation when guinan debuts or first appears in the next generation, things like that, that, and, and the, the Mike McMahon sprinkles those through lower decks and the producers are trying to get that, you know, lip service to former fans or older fans of the new, bring them into the new stuff. I will so, definitely, anyway, I don't want to bore Howard more. Jump into that. I'll definitely jump, get caught up on discovery there. So yes, yes. Thank you. Thank it's you for the least I can do. Just bring a tissue or two. Okay. Just, just have one with you. <laughs> Other than that, go rewatch Deep Space Nine and remember oh, the dude. glory very, very of uh, uh, almost. I am actually it's yeah. glorious. Yeah, watching at ten episodes on the first season, only about. 10. And I, I know it's. Oh, so so how did you like the move along home? Did did you like that episode? Ella Moraine. They get to uh, Francisco and Bashir, Kira, and Dax are transported into this game, and they have to go through the game because they're pieces in uh, the the game. And if they die in the game, they die in real life. But Quark thinks that it's just the game until they figure out that the four of them aren't actually on the station. Uh, and they keep saying, move along home. That was the okay, third okay, episode or fourth episode. In season oh, is gosh. No, I don't think I got that far yet. Oh, what's the, oh. yeah, you know, I have to super early, and a lot of people yeah. dig at that episode all the time. Like, yeah, look at them, they're playing, you know, hopscotch in a Star Trek show. This is stupid, but and you think of the grander picture of them getting stuck in the game and have to play the game and deal with the consequences in the outside world. It doesn't seem as stupid, but yeah, yeah. uh, I. I'll turn turn yeah, some yeah. light on, and you can see the Ratleth and the Mechleth up here uh, behind me. And the Batleth base right over here is actually signed by Michael Dorn, Robert O'Reilly, who played Chancellor Gowron, uh, J.G. Hertzler, who played General Martok, and <clears throat> Terry Farrell, who played Jedzia Dax. On the bottom, I have it signed by... Or, or sorry, it's on the back. I have it signed by Eugene Roddenberry. Oh wow! So, the the cool thing, and I got I got all the signatures oh. myself at the convention, nice. and then got them, you know, certified by the 
the dude who sits there and does the signature certification and authentication if you're buying something. But the matching pair of the uh, Mechleth and uh, Batleth was a yeah, fun purchase. It, I always wanted it. <laughs> right? Like and how I always knew that I wanted a Batleth. And so one year, you can't really see it because it's super tiny, but it is there. Howard got me my Batleth. It's the Batleth letter opener that Think Geek used to sell when they were a thing. <laughs> yep. So yes, thanks for that, geek. Howard. Yes. Uh, any, any final Star Trek thoughts? Perhaps your favorite movie? Perhaps your favorite series or episode? Yeah. Um, well, the first season of Deep Space Nine, but I have seen all of uh, Next Generation and all through, through like, episode of Discovery. And uh, I've probably only seen like maybe uh, 15, 20 episode enterprise and voyager up like uh, scattered reruns over the years way more but, uh, in my mind uh, probably have to say uh uh probably with am carver they would trial was more than human i think i think that's what it's called. yeah yes i don't know uh, uh that time travel one is really good <laughs> and uh that one where they invented the time loop episode uh i'm blanking on the name for it i i did some re- research for more groundhog's day and it came out like several months to like, just under a year before groundhog's day they played up in like a serious dra- drama episode. Uh, probably so yeah, that one's definitely TNG episodes. Uh, and uh, probably my favorite title of a TNG episode is the holodeck one. With uh, Kelsey Grammer, right? Uh, a Fistful of Betas. That is probably like my favorite title of a TNG. Yeah, yeah, yeah that time episode is very grim. But I love it. It's really good. Yeah, there's all their time episodes now. They're the big thing. They're all just super fun and, and just all full levy. But favorite movie? Uh, it's a three-way time with uh, Brad Home and... Uh, no, or wait, Star Trek for The Voyage Home, right? Yep. Right? And uh, and then uh, eleven, uh, the reboot. Uh, I guess not officially a reboot. It's yeah. Is it Kelvin? Is that the thing? Right, the Kelvin. Yep. In universe, Kelvin timeline. I'm probably getting it wrong. USS but, uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my three favorite. Yeah. How about how about your yeah. favorite movie? Howard's doing the uh, yes chance because of his uh, thinking of the superiority of the uh, 2009, 11, and 13 movies <clears throat> or 15 movies. He thinks they're superior, but Howard's delusional. It's okay. Um, you know, the, the out of the original movies, uh, I really think that, that Star Trek V has some plot holes and gets a bad name and isn't as bad as what people think it is. Because <laughs> you rewatch them and you, you get a little bit more out of it. Um, uh, Star Trek Four was one of my favorites growing up. Uh, Star Trek Two would be uh, up there as well, but I think the the pinnacle would be First Contact for me. Oh yeah, yeah big time! Because I'm a huge fan of the Borg. Yeah, yeah, is really yeah, yeah. Star Trek Eight is yeah fantastic all around. And I'd ask Howard, but then, uh, he'd just say the one that ended <laughs> because it's over. <laughs> what Smalls have to say? What you have a favorite Star no, Trek? Never got into it. Never watched it. Well, DK's got some work cut out for him then. Yes. He's going to get you into it. Then you're going to go into me. You go to the con! Yes, me. <laughs> we'll be heading to those conventions down the line. They're fun, man. I mean, you know, the, this last year was, was annoying because of the regulations and extra stipulations because of all the shit going on. But in previous years, just going down and you're surrounded by you know, uh, thousands of people who are all there enjoying Star Trek. I mean, it's just like going to a WrestleMania, but for your favorite TV show, it's, it's just cool to experience. And 
to see props, to, to buy props, you know, and, and this is the, the Roddenberry props and they don't make them anymore. They don't even have the Star Trek license anymore. Uh, Howard knows that I have a Roddenberry tricorder from the first contact era, a type nine tricorder that lights up and sound and everything and phasers and a pad, all kinds of stuff, right? Uniforms, all that. It's just fun. And then you get to see people who you watch in these shows come talk about their experience during the show, what they loved about their character or episodes or shows and what meant a lot to them, how these directors that they worked with impacted the shows and the lines, the delivery so much. And when Patrick Stewart did the surprise announcement coming out on stage to tell us as in the universe, because it was all over the place, that, yes, I, Patrick Stewart, will return as Captain Picard. It was crazy. I cried. Holy crap. I cried. And that was like yeah. breaking news? Like it, there. Was, it didn't it just, like, be online or anything? Uh, that, that was the surprise, because nobody knew about it, except for the people, like maybe a uh, few handlers at CBS. Uh, Patrick Stewart wasn't even on the bill to be there at the convention at all. And that he flew in for that purpose came like um, Alex Kurtzman came out on stage and goes, Hey everybody, you know, I know we just finished with this panel with whoever was out there. I don't even remember, but uh, I just wanted to come out and talk for a few minutes and uh, let you know, you know, there's some surprises and things coming up in the Star Trek universe, and we have some things that we're working on, but there's somebody here that has a couple words, and of course the doors open, and frickin' Patrick Stewart walks out, and everybody's going, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, he says his announcement, and everybody freaks out, and then then it got posted everywhere, you know, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, official CBS channels had it immediately up as well as the big announcement that a Star Trek series is now in production with Patrick Stewart returning as Picard and what will it be we don't know and all of that and of course here we are that would have been four years ago uh, and getting to see the second of three seasons so anyway I talked enough about Star Trek yeah. <laughs> Howard hears this oh, every yeah. week Thank you for indulging us, Howard. Steve. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to put you to sleep, Smalls. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, I suppose that uh, Howard's getting ready to say a classic I, I was, line. I was going to say, Kidder, and Am I, I was right? being polite. Right. You guys finish your Star Trek talk. But we've been talking for quite a while. It's time to wrap this show up. <laughs> I even gave us an extra hour, so. <laughs> I appreciate you guys staying late. He, uh, he's back. gone back in time now, so that the his camera can't even find him. <laughs> he's he's doing a a slingshot around the sun or something to go back and get here even earlier. That's that's what's happening. But yes, it is it is that time of the show, and a couple big plugs up front. Of course, GFBS, that's Grand Fork's best source. Make sure you visit them on all the social medias and the websites and the YouTubes and everywhere that's out there. Uh, check out the old GFBS, and uh, of course, 
good old DK 5000 and uh, my old drinking buddy, John Roberts, everybody, and the ride home and uh, the uh, vocal lubrication and uh, <clears throat> the obligatory. What up? Mang. Because we got to have that in there, too. All right. So aside from uh, that cheap yes. plug, man, uh, Smalls, I'm going to throw it over to you for just a second here. And if somebody's watching this and they still want to help you with the medical bills, get you going in the right direction even more than uh, what people already have, what can they do? Where can they go? How can they get a hold of you? They can just reach me. uh through Facebook and um, provide them with some other information with payments or anything, donations, whatever. And I did find out that I'm going to be getting a 2018-2019 uh, UND jersey, hockey jersey. So that might be go up for sale, you know. And uh, I don't know. I appreciate being on the show. Just giving you guys the update that probably saying – by the end of April, I should be fully healed. Everything is looking good. Um, got one more surgery left to do, and then I should be, and that's it. Back to myself. Awesome. You're always yourself, Smalls, but we're we're here to uh, support you, and we're happy that you're feeling feeling a lot better and doing a lot better because that that's uh that, that means a lot to us, and and so I, I know it means a lot to you because yeah, you know, it's, it's it's you. So and I'm thankful to be you know alive, you know, and not buried you know and i wouldn't want to wish this on my worst enemy and you know it's just weird that things happen random and you wouldn't expect it well we're glad that you're still here smalls you know not only just for the fact to join us here tonight but uh to play games and be out there doing your thing day in day out bringing joy to so many other people than than just us you know with the djing and how you know so many different people you bring joy into their lives too and uh so from bottom of my heart i'm thankful that you're here and i'm thankful that uh, i could support you and and that we could support you with the show as well so still fighting for I you just, i just know that if you don't you'd be entertained i would be entertained everybody or, or be. All oh yeah <laughs> Okay. So I will be okay. walking. I would want everybody to walk out to Portrait you're walking in sunshine for a second there. But uh, we, no. I would find a way to arrange a Huey to fly in and carry your casket out <laughs> to the uh, burial site. And then, of course, on the, the speakers on the side, it has to blare Fortunate Son because cause why not, right? We'll find a way. Just... I mean, we have uh, how many uh, decades to go yet? Probably a good five, six, eight decades to go. So between the other three of us, we can figure it out, I think. So anyway, thanks again, Smalls. Really appreciate it. Uh, DK5000, man. Thanks for guest co-hosting this show. Thanks for bidding on it. Thanks for giving us uh, a winner for a Smalls benefit there. And uh we hope that you enjoyed the show. Coming uh, to the end of it, any final parting thoughts? Yeah, thank yeah, thank you guys for having me. This is this has been an awesome. Easily got way longer. So this is so much fun to touch on all all these uh, Star Trek wrestling game, you name it. And uh, yeah, Mark, I echo everything you said about Steve. The road recovery there, you're almost back to form there, dude. So keep on uh, on your behalf and everything, man. And 
real glad to see you get him back out there, man. So, having me on, this has been great, guys. Awesome. Woo! Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you for, for being on the show. Kidder and I always enjoy having different guests. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember if I said it to Smalls or if I said it to Howard, but uh, when we were talking about getting this thing together and and I know that I kind of like, oh, we should do this as a guest thing and, and the, the voicemail, whatever. But I'm like, I hope somebody bids on this. Because <laughs> I get it. Like this completely random show that I'm sure most of the people there had never heard or seen of and like, well, what is this? And so between us talking, well, we should put some like, what's the show about? Where can I find out info? Maybe what do we talk about? Maybe some people will be interested in. You know, we're not telling you what to talk about. Want you to and uh, talk about what like, okay, you want. That, that should be thing. good. Send it over to Smalls. Yeah, it looks good. I'm like, but is it? But it, do you think people will bid on it? Is this fine? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Great confidence boost here. So then I tell Howard, you know, one dollar. <laughs> if that's it's one dollar, that's bid on this thing. It's $1 for Smalls, and damn it, Smalls deserves that $1. So we'll do it anyway. I even think we even had the bid at, I think we had a bid at started at $1. I, I couldn't remember. remember one, yeah. Or one or $2. It was like $1 or $2. Yeah, one guy bid five, and then I, instead of, I think other people were encouraging to do it. Like, no, this is for benefit. I'll bid a little more. I'll go up to 15. And I, I, I found someone else's, uh, that same guy's time there, but. Nah, man, is this all all for good cause? Glad to help. So, yeah, yeah, I like I like yeah, pop. There was, a, there was a lot of people asking what it was. Hopefully, yeah, I, they I like you know me. I love the, po- the right direction. Podcast. Small. Did you tell them be bluebs.com, Go on YouTube. Go yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I knew people. Dale would probably be interested. In it. Yeah, no, yeah, once, yeah, once I saw there, I, I did a printout for it. Oh, yeah, definitely because like I had heard guys' show before when promoting the GoFundMe. I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is gonna be a fun show to join in on. So heck yeah, we try to be. Uh, we're you know we we don't uh, we don't do the politics because there's enough places that talk about politics and whatnot, and we don't want to bring people down. <laughs> So we talk about the stupidity of TV shows and and uh, what we like, what we don't like, ups and downs of hockey and wrestling, and uh, you know Howard's uh, series with the Howard Cave of Wonder is uh, our biggest go getter because he shows off his his talent and really sucks people in. Now, if they could be converted into subscribers, that would be great. <laughs> you gotta get the like the prime. Yes, yes, the, try. <laughs> the hip the hypno toad. We need to get something, and then, you know, it, it hypnotizes them to subscribe, like, and then go to every other video on our channel. and Dominate their algorithms. Mm-hmm. We can help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the same. We're always trying to expand and get more, and yeah, it's, it's yeah, YouTube is so unpredictable. <laughs> Glad that uh, we could do it again, and really thanks to you for bringing some entertainment and uh, class enough to join, you know. And I'm, that's what I'm saying tonight. So uh, for Howard Blues, because he's kind of like Silent Bob, but we call him Silent Howard on the show. Join us online, beerbluesbs.com. Beerbluesbs.com is right here on the bottom of your screen. You're watching the YouTube version, and it's in the show notes if you are listening to this and you want to join us on our website. We have a merch store. You could buy shirts, pint glasses, hats, backpacks, uh, maybe even a satchel. There's so many sweet items and so many different designs at beerbluesbs.com. Please 
You can also buy the guys that you're That's a great dudes. cheap plug there, Smalls. You absolutely can buy us a round or buy us a beer. That's at beerbluesbs.com too. Thanks for uh, for sharing that piece of info. And and I'm sure future Howard even put that info up. And if if you have something you would like us to share or just something to tell us, you can do that in the comments if you buy us a beer. And then we can put them right here on the screen if you watch the video version. And then if you want to make fun of us, that's fine. If you want to have some inspirational message, like Smalls is awesome and Fortunate Son needs to be played more on the radio, you can say well, that too, I guess. It's fine. We have the technology. But beerbluesbs.com, there's that, the merch, links to Facebook, YouTube, all of the above. If you're listening on any audio service, make sure you click subscribe and you can search us on pretty much every audio service that's out there between iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher FM. We're on all of them. So on your favorite one that you already have an account for, you don't have to go find some other random one. Just search Beer Blues and BS. Click the subscribe, please, to get the very latest episodes. And if you have a YouTube account, we'd love for you to go there and watch the video versions of this year's show because then you can see all of the uh, interesting things that future Howard throws in to the videos and his little side commentary because he's got some pretty quippy quips that he throws in there, and you like to see those too. Uh, of course, sharing is caring. Click the thumbs up, subscribe. We would love for all, all of that as well. And then Facebook as well. Like us there. Share, comment, like. Fantastic. I think we've cheaply plugged enough cheap plugs for this uh, here show. So for DK5000, for Howard Blues, for the man of the hour himself, that's Brother Small. Hey, I'm the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. What, 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 what? Thumbs up. Now, Smalls, you saying you got wood? You should probably turn your camera off. Yes. About getting nailed. Glad I got DK with that one. All right. For those of you who don't know what that is and you're too young to understand that, search on uh, YouTube when this video is done of uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Got wood. You'll be fine. I'm the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, and we will see you again for the next one. Remember... Keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that old dusty Tuscan highway. We'll see you in the next one. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Um, uh, I guess you have to want to do a nickname. I guess like one, my dumb...
know if you remember the wrestler. I only remember seeing him on like a handful of matches for Impact back. Uh, D-Ray 3000. Uh, so <laughs> I I just kind of did a riff on that. I did uh, DK 5000. That was the upgrade. So <laughs> it's good enough for us. <laughs> All right, upgrade. I'll take it. <laughs> Great. <clears throat> Better than Big D, um, I w- I'll say that much. <laughs> Big D. So oh, much shit before he's a, like, what do you want to right. be called? Big D. Okay. Okay, I remember and the joke now. A... It's coming to me. Yeah. Shotgun Sally's old name. Or wait, no, one of the four names before it settled on uh, Poorhouse. <laughs> Big D's, yep. I remember doing an on location when they opened that. And every time I'm like, come down to Big D- Big D's. <laughs> Just, you can't say it. I only think that lasted Just like half a year, a maybe. Face. Yeah. It was Metal Bar, Big Just, D's, Shotgun Sally's, Poor House. Gosh. Yep. I mean, well, I caught was it? The last, the last episode I caught, who told the, uh, what was the, uh, the was it? Were you guys drag racing on Washington? Was that it? Yeah. What was it? Mail trucks, right? The big oh, the yeah. mail truck store. I cracked mail. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I was listening to that at work, and I just kind of had a side of the aisle, so no one would see me just cracking up. <laughs> the the best part of that, and uh, Kidder will know, is as soon as I brought it up, was was uh, Big D's response to that because he just he's like oh you actually are going to tell this story it's like yep (laughs) that was he was doomed to have us tell that story the moment he agreed to be on the show so (laughs) that that was oh oh my gosh that that was i I really dug that (laughs) 